Hey, Jeb. Oh, hey, John. Do you want to talk about Toy Story? Yeah, sounds like a really good idea. But, like, talk about it a lot. Going in detail with each given minute in Toy Story? Yeah, but can we talk about why Woody has teeth even though he wasn't made with them? I don't see why not. Only if we can talk about the importance of plastic corrosion awareness. Only if we can talk about how Sid is not really a bad kid. Let me ask you this, though. Can we talk about strong lesbian moms? Can we talk about using the sad song from Toy Story 2 as a test to see if people are robots? I like that idea. So, come listen to us talk about Toy Story five times a week on Toy Story Minute. Find it on Dueling Genre or your podcast app of choice. If you listen, you'll be my favorite deputy. You've got a friend in us? Both of us, yeah. Nice. Dueling Genre Hello and welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. Joining us is Dark Knight Minutes, Jake. Jake, welcome. Thank you, gentlemen. I'm happy to be on this Tuesday after Christmas. How was your Christmas? Was it good? You had a good Christmas? Yeah, it was good. You know, I woke up, my son didn't know what was was going on because he's one and he's just like, oh look, paper. And that was all that he played with. Yeah, he said, fuck the toys and just play with the boxes right pretty much yeah today we're knocking out minute 62 which begins with adrian asking what time she should expect rocky and it ends with gazzo telling rocky he never had any luck mm-hmm. what is what is she asking what time she should expect him for what a date he's uh he says what time should i come pick you up she says yeah so i'm guessing seven. it's a date oh, seven is that a date yeah. <clears throat> date number two it's date night date night yeah, it's date night, so they gotta gotta keep that romance alive. You know, if he says, "What time should I come pick you up?" Pick you up implies a vehicle of some sort. Mm. No, he's gonna he's gonna ride ride by on a bicycle, cling <laughs> cling cling cling, make her hop on the hop on the car. One of those three wheelers with the basket mm-hmm. on the back. Oh yeah, he's gonna have it. Yeah, he's gonna have a um some wine in the basket. It's like here you go, Adrian. Let's he's go. Training, no wine. Wait, when? What does she say? She she says, "What time are you coming to pick me up?" Or what time should I expect you? Is it tomorrow or? I don't know. What time is it now? It's nighttime out. It's got to be after <laughs> seven. <laughs> so I'm guessing the few, the next seven o'clock. Not like the one in the morning, but in the in the nighttime. Okay. Who wants mm-hmm. Maybe they're going on a day date. I mean, they're breakfast date. Yeah. I mean, it's a little, br- a little brunch. That's friend zone stuff, though. You know what I mean? We've established that it's, <laughs> that it's late November. Mm-hmm. So it does get dark early. But even if it's... Say five thirty, six, six o'clock. Like when she's going the date right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you gotta go put a new gonna, sweater on? He's not gonna go home and come back in an hour. Well, he's got a great looking sweater. So if he's got another one of those gems, I want to. That see is it. a lovely sweater, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. V neck. If you got something like that yesterday, for you probably should return it today. <laughs> I never understood the V neck sweater, and that's a deep V neck. That like, is what, a deep V. Like a turtleneck, I know people wear underneath it. Like, but why would you want to have that large of a neck on a sweater? No, the point of a sweater is to keep cozy and warm. I, I don't. I never turtle uh, V-neck, t-shirts, sweatshirts, sweater. Wait, whole, I don't understand V-necks. I never wore them. I don't. I don't get it at all. Actually, I like my stuff to be snug up on the neck. You're you're not about the V. No, I would never. You can't leave your neck and chest exposed. I mean, if I learned anything from Batman Begins, it's you know keep your chest warm because your arms will take care of themselves. 
Yes. Oh. So you rub that chest, even though it's not completely accurate. It <laughs> was all bullshit, wasn't it? It, it was. It was. <laughs> uh, we discussed that in that minute. <laughs> I recall. Central Park and Fall. You tore that. Sorry. <laughs> I like the random uh, tangent. Oh, that's okay. We we go on. Yesterday we talked a lot about our family lives. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear that. So mm-hmm. tangent away. I know. And your wife didn't beat you to a bloody pulp, so you're still here with us. So that's yeah. Good. I put some fresh steaks on my black eyes, and you know the swelling went down a little bit. Good. Live to fight Very another nice. day. I'm just kidding. Domestic violence is not a joke, folks. My wife doesn't beat me physically. (laughs) (laughs) So I was about to say, did she tell you to say that? It's like, what happened, Doug? I fell down. (laughs) She's just standing right behind us. (laughs) Uh, Make our wives sound like monsters. You know, sometimes they can be terrorizing. (laughs) Uh, And the... Never mind. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> no, I was about to say something, but I'm, you know, she may listen one day. Who knows? <laughs> and then she can put it on repeat and be like, "Oh yeah, Jay. Oh yeah." <laughs> Just loop that one, one statement <laughs> over and over again. Yes, but back. To yeah, 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 we're doing it again. So <laughs> she she goes to walk away, and he does the hey, and she comes back and kisses him. The good old days where you can just right a woman and she comes. <laughs> like if I see if, if my wife was walking away and I was like, "Hey," she'd be like, "What?" <laughs> she isn't the only one. Come back for that sweet come, love. Come, come get some sugar. <laughs> oh man, I'm I swear my wife's asleep in the other room, and if she heard this, I <laughs> I wouldn't be able to finish out the rest of the week with you. <laughs> But Rocky's come a long way, though. I mean, we're going from the pet shop days where he could, where he's telling the stupid jokes that he invented, and and now he just hands in his pockets, leaning on the fence, and just hey, mm-hmm. and she comes right back and give him that little bit of love. Mm-hmm. It's got it, man. It's like the Fonz now. I like that all you hear here is the, hey. <laughs> is the train running. Yeah, I love the train sounds. You just made me think of Henry Winkler playing playing Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Uh, that would be a different type of movie. It's like Apollo Creed punches him, knocks his head clean off. <laughs> Rocky Fonzarelli. Yes, there you go. It, there's a, there's a there's a spoof if I ever heard one. <laughs> and the the, the uh, episode title name right there. Yes. There you go. So the sad Rocky music starts again. John Avildsen, not John Avildsen. Bill Conti. Bill Conti, genius. Uh, he stops walking. Oh, walk ahead. I was just say he stops walking and gives us another eight. Hey! <laughs> Unzips his pants. Hey. <laughs> Whoa! Your kids listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is a family show. Oh, the day after Christmas and everything. <laughs> Sorry, folks. You, you just ruined Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So Rocky, he starts walking, and he stops right in front of the camera in in this profile shot. All you're seeing is the side of Rocky's face, and, and Adrian's in the background, out of focus. And all the stuff that the, the news reporter said about him having virtually no shot of winning, he admits to Adrian that, that it bothered him. Even though before when Paulie was, was telling him, you know, they're making you look like a fool, he was like, it doesn't bother me none. It don't bother me none. Uh, but he's, he admits it to Adrian, and she's probably the only person he would admit that to. Right. This is a huge step for him because he's, he seems like the kind of guy that holds everything inside, hides his feelings. And it, it's obvious because when Paulie asked him, he, was, he said, you know, don't bother me none. Mm-hmm. 
you know, holds everything inside and has probably never opened up to anyone in his life. And here's this this girl and and he he's very vulnerable and he 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 sets up the situation. He didn't have to say this. He he was done. He's over. I'll pick up at seven. See you later. Bye. Hey, yeah. come back, give me my kiss. And this was over. He could have just walked away, but he stopped for that second <laughs> and 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 opened up to her in, in such a endearing way. I'm pretty sure he opens up to Link a little as well, his turtle. That's what oh, tells well, all yeah. his problems too. <laughs> and then eventually Buckus. Oh yeah, Buckus is his buddy. All right. But it's uh, so last last week, Jake, in the script it the reporters, even though in the movie all, all they said was that he has virtually no shot of winning. And in the script they were much more brutal, calling the fight the greatest farce in sports history and saying if, if Rocky lasts more than a minute, he's on borrowed time and matches like this that um, give sports a bad name. So they were much more brutal uh, in the script. And him saying that that doesn't bother him to Paulie and then finally admitting that it did to Adrian. Oh, I believe it. You know, it's just like, it's like he's in high school again and he's the uncool kid and the reporters are all the popular kids, you know, <laughs> ripping him up, ripping him a new one, basically. Yeah, right and in it's front just, of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, and he couldn't do anything, you know, except for be, you know, kind of who he is rocky like especially like in the later press conferences you see he just kind of jokes about it yeah and and so like yeah he says gives that second a it's like it did bother me and it's like you get kind of get a little bit more into rocky that he's not just some meathead that just goes through life you know not feeling anything which is good because like i feel like that's why rocky at least the first four films <laughs> are are pretty good because <laughs> like you get a like especially in the first few that you get an in-depth of like picture of who rocky is and who he is as a person and in this like kind of moment you kind of throw back to like yeah he's still uh he's this good guy he's not he's not just some boxer like a floyd mether floyd mether mayweather uh, i can't <laughs> So I, I couldn't get that Mayweather out of my mouth. It just leaves a bad taste in there. <laughs> oh, it doesn't ever. <laughs> and so it, you know, where he just talks all this crap and like, you know, I'm the greatest, you know, and just like, no, shut up, just shut up. And yeah. but he's like this humble guy, you know. Yeah, and the, and the way I get it that it could be a gritty business where, just, just much like Hollywood is, where. You know, they don't take people's feelings into account. Huh. What, do you, what do you know about Hollywood or boxing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, him admitting this is like, you know, him showing that he's a person, not just right? some punching bag. Hello, punching bag. Oh. That, uh, you know, that people could just tear down right in front of him. It shows he has another side to him. Mm-hmm. But I I've, I've have on my screen here the the face that Adrian looking at him after right after he says that. It's like she's blurred. Like her, he's saying it, he's in the forefront. It's clear she's blurred in the background, and then he says that, and then he starts to walk away, and then they zoom in on. Well, they don't zoom in, but they she comes into focus, and she's standing there, and she has this look on her face, like it's such a caring look, like she really feels bad, like she, she's this is like, you know, a moment, you know, we I, I said this already this week, I think, but it's she sees stuff in him, and he's stuff in her that nobody else sees, and this is like that that face she has on him is like for the first time she's looking and she's seeing that there's a really like a sensitive you know, guy inside there that he's not just a tough guy, you know, good joke teller, you know, um, that he's actually has feelings and heart and he's, there's more to him than, than everybody else thinks and everybody else sees. 
She's yeah, it's a very expressive look. It is. It's a great look. It says a lot. Yeah. Unless you're watching it right now, you don't have any idea what we're talking about, but go watch <laughs> this minute 62 uh, at the 36 second mark, and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. So much. Yeah. We'll, I feel we'll like, wait. you know, Sylvester Stallone has that. <laughs> yes, we'll wait. <laughs> dead air like, for the right, next, like, right now, go and then look at it. Uh, it's just dead air for the next, like, three months, and then <laughs> the people might listen to it. Yeah. Everybody email us when you've seen it, and we'll continue. Yes. Oh, and then, you know, after that kind of stoic look, like that, I would say it's not stoic, but somber look of him just walking around and then walks off frame, and then you kind of cut to, I don't know, this corner store. <gasps> you know? Pat Steaks? You're calling Pat Steaks a corner store? That's what oh, it looks my like. God. This is it's one of the two most famous cheesesteak places on earth. Not cheesecake. Well, since I haven't been. Did I say cheesecake? <laughs> not not cheesecakes. Cheesesteak. God, I could go for some cheesecake right now. <laughs> I think I could go for both a cheesesteak and some cheesecake. <laughs> it, it's breakfast time, and that's what sounds delicious. Oh, man. Does it ever. Uh, there's a, well, there, in, in Utah, there's a, a place in Sandy called um, Philadelphia Cheesesteaks. And that's the closest I get to anything resembling a Philadelphia you know, cheese thing. Pats. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, anything over there. And it's, I, I don't, it's been a while since I've been over there. I think it's still open. But when, if I ever go back to the East Coast and I'm up in that area, I'll definitely get a cheesesteak and I'll take a picture and I'll send it to you, Doug. Sweet. There, There's uh, Philadelphia, which is known for its cheese steaks. There's two, you know, pretty much uh, the most famous of them all, which is Pats and Geno's. And they're on the same corner, right? Yeah, they're right across the street from each other. And um, yeah, very yeah. famous. They share a friendly rivalry. And, you know, there are customers that are loyal to each. But, I mean, it's not like a like a turf war between Pats and Geno's. But they're both equally as famous. Um, I just so- imagine, like, Michael Jackson just, like, beat it. Just, like, two rival gangs coming at it. Just throwing <laughs> <cheesesteaks> <laughs> at each other. <laughs> Dancing. Yes. Slapping cheese whiz on each other. Uh, but the funny thing there was, though, is that I, I was... I was shocked and appalled when you said you, you didn't like you acted you didn't just a corner store like you didn't know what Pat's was, and then I went on you know to say to try to say that they were the most famous cheese steak places on earth and and I'm rate like talking about them whatever they're about probably like what an hour from here mm-hmm. I've never been to either one of them <laughs> <laughs> they're so famous <laughs> there's never, there's a I've never, had, <laughs> I've never had a cheese steak from either one. <laughs> There's a bonus episode for you. Go to go to go to either one, and then just like do a podcast of you guys eating cheesesteaks. Yes. Great, great radio. <laughs> well, now we know. I that, heard they're you great. Know, <laughs> you hear they're great. Yes, I've heard of yes. them. I just never been there. Well, Neither have I. Like but I'm but I'm on the other side of the country. Yeah, you and, and and not only that, my brother lives in Philadelphia. <laughs> so my brother lives so probably a couple have, minutes from them. You have no so excuse I, then. Yeah. I should have been there by now. I mean, I was at Gino's. If I were to pick mine, I guess mine would be Gino's because that's the only one I've been to. Um, but Pat Steaks is located at 1237 East Passyunk Avenue, established in 1930. And in the restaurant, I guess we'll call it, is a plaque where Stallone stood filming this scene. It oh. says on the plaque, on this spot stood Sylvester Stallone filming the great motion picture Rocky, November 21st, 1975. Right there, right See? where he's standing right there. Oh, there's great, There's great content for Facebook and Twitter for you. Oh my God! See that? We have to go here and stand just like this in this spot, dressed up as Gazo and, and Rocky. So who's wearing that sweet vest? Yeah, it's definitely he's... not Jay. So I've, I'm guessing it's Doug. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he's 
he so he just left Adrian and Paulie's and he comes to Pat's dressed the same way. So there's no way he's gonna go have dinner with Gazzo at Pat's and then go back to Adrian's by seven, right? <laughs> so can we establish that seven o'clock didn't mean tonight? Yeah, yeah, fine. Tomorrow. Okay. And you I was actually gonna say Jay on teacups. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all got our quips, man. I was gonna say like but if if they if, if it like let's say it's around seven o'clock tonight and he says she says what time are you come and pick me up and he says around seven and I was thinking to myself like uh, if they're a couple or whatever like they're not going to talk all day tomorrow like you know if, like when in, you know, nowadays if you were leaving and you, you wouldn't say like I'll pick up at seven tomorrow if it was twenty four hours away because you probably text yeah. tomorrow and be like oh what time are you coming by tonight I'm coming by at seven and then I just realized that Rocky doesn't have a phone we've already established and right. obviously there's no cell phones back then so maybe that's. You know, it's the only way to tell her. He sent her a flying pigeon with a note attached <laughs> to his leg. Or you can just yell off the window, apparently, and she'll hear him. Yes. Yo, Adrian. Pick you up at seven. We'll meet a pat cheese steaks and we'll get a cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta get some cheesecake tonight. <laughs> so Rocky's smoking and tossing his rocket ball around. Mm-hmm. And Gazzo asks Rocky if he has any money for training expenses. Well, Rocky's also smoking a cigarette. Yeah, that's he's not really getting into fighting shape that way. And here's the other thing. Um, and again, I feel like a lot of times in this podcast we say the same things over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like you know, but it's it's important stuff. It's funny because my wife always says I say the same things over and over again. Like get your freaking teacup off the arm of the chair. <laughs> so so <laughs> like Rocky in the original in the when Rocky originally you know was playing out the characters from the movie Gaza was supposed to be Rocky's older brother. And Gazo has that older brother looking out for taking care of Rocky kind of, you know, mentality throughout most of the movie. And here it comes out again. And the funny thing was that a few a little while ago, Rocky was in the house and Paul asked him, you know, you know, they asked him who was going to train him or whatever. And Rocky was like, you know, who, who cared about me yesterday? Well, Gazo, Gazo seems to always have cared. Well, seems to have always cared about Rocky and taking care of him. Mm-hmm. And so that, there is someone who's been in. It seems like it's been in his corner, you know, the whole time. And how old is Gazo? Are, are we projecting him? Gazo's thirty. Gazo's in his forties, early forties, maybe mid forties. I'm in my early forties. Do I look like that? <laughs> I'm just gonna throw this out there. Rocky's Gazo's illegitimate child. <gasps> oh my goodness! That's why he takes care of that him. much older than him. <laughs> look at that. Could be controversy you know, on Rocky Minute. Gazo could have gotten started early. You never know. And that's why he takes care of him so much. There's a whole new storyline here. Mm-hmm. We could do we could do a prequel to Rocky <laughs> of Gazo's life, how Rocky was born, and uh-huh. oh my God, get my age on the phone. Uh, we there go you go. <laughs> we got to record all our re-record all our Gazo scenes with this with new. This in mind. I'm not talking about a prequel <laughs> podcast. I'm talking about when we're going to make a movie here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, instead of the title just being Rocky, it'll just be Gazo. Oh, yeah. The beginning. With the trumpets and Gazel just scrolling across the scene. <laughs> yep, in, in that yeah, big yeah. land yacht of a car that he's driving later on in this minute. They might might have to be uh, like an accordion, like an Italian accordion music. Speaking Damn. of that, um, I know this is a long time ago. I know you always in the podcasting. This is like the first one when um when they have the banner of Rocky scrolling across the screen when the movie first starts and the fanfare for Rocky's playing and the big bowl letters are coming across the screen. See, probably when we were making this podcast, I probably should have, we should have watched the John Advilson documentary first <laughs> because, because now I watch it, I'm seeing things that are relevant that we could have discussed uh, back. And, but do you know why that was made that scrolling Rocky? Why? Because uh, back in the day, 
they took all the movies. Uh, they um, whenever all the movies that were coming out, like for the year or whatever, they would take a preview of them and show them to like all the the, um, the movie producers and movie theater owners and all the people that were gonna what you can tell we're just not anywhere near no no i don't know i don't know who watches them but there's a screening so it's all professionals in the business and they get like a a, i guess critics they get like a pre-screening of all the movies that are coming out and rocky the movie was being screened like it's not the whole movie it's just like snippets of it or whatever so they could see what it's about well rocky was one of the later ones being shown that day and John Adelson knew that, and he said he wanted something big and bold to get everybody's attention because after they've watched so many movies that they're starting to fall asleep yeah, and they're not paying yeah. attention anymore and they're kind of lulling out. So it was his idea for the music and the big letters and bold across because he wanted to like wake them up, to like catch their attention and make them like give them a jolt, like oh, you know. And that was the reason. That was where that came from. Wow, yeah, would have been great sixty episodes, of, sixty podcasts ago, <laughs> but. Well, the more you know. <laughs> So go ahead. Uh, Gazo hands racking envelope and says, "Put this in your glove." Hand just sounds it seems a, like a weird thing to say. Put this in your glove. Mm, he's always wearing those fingerless gloves. So, well, he's not in this okay. instance. He's got he's got his hands free because he's playing with the ball. Maybe oh, he, he does. Has, yes, maybe true. maybe he is doing the Michael Jackson thing and just rocking one glove on one hand. Well, he he probably just ate a cheesesteak. He doesn't want to grease up his oh, you don't nice get gloves. Cheese whiz on your on your gloves. <laughs> yeah, good point. It ain't easy being cheap. <laughs> uh, it's 500 bucks that Gazzo gives him. Rocky doesn't even thank him right away. <laughs> That's right. Well, like when Gazzo asks him if he does, he's got a few dollars. I'm guessing it's the 40 that he got from his last fight. Right. Yeah, 20 That's that Gazzo gave him the next day. Yeah. This is a lot of money, 500 bucks. But he did lose 10 bucks to the uh, skating rink attendant. <laughs> That's true. It was a big hit. But it's a, 500, like Rocky's training regimen. I don't think costs five hundred dollars. Like he's he runs in the streets, um, he gets free fruit thrown at him for to get his energy up. Yes. He, uh, <laughs> he's gotta buy eggs. You gotta buy eggs. A lot of eggs. How much do eggs cost back then? They're not even that expensive now. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Does he pay Mickey to be a member of the gym? He doesn't have a locker. <laughs> you know? So, so five hundred dollars is a lot of money for yeah to run through the streets. I don't know. Well, he's. I'm guessing that he'll start getting some. You know, newer stuff so like a dozen eggs back in 1976 cost 84 cents wow that's oh, there you go but he doesn't eat a cut like six five five six in the morning five in the morning so so, go so so in the script gazzle gives rocky to 500 rocky asks, do i have to pay juice uh gazzle looks at the bodyguard and shakes his head as if to imply why is this guy asking such a foolish question gazzle and the bodyguard step into the caddy you know blah 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 Gazzo asks, Rocky, does Santa Claus charge juice? Merry Christmas. Now, how about my present? You going to win? Look at it. brings it back to Christmas, which was yesterday. What is your, do I got to pay juice? Hold on. Oh. Yeah, yeah, juice is interest. Oh, okay. He's a loan shark. Okay. Um, Gazzo says this to Rocky. Listen, kid, I'm with you. You know I'm with you. Italian, we're blood. You kill this rug. We guineas got to show these Afro-Americans where it's at. Oh, no. Sorry about that. Give it your best shot because I want you to prove to these bums on the corner that my man can't be beat by this rug. You got any action on the side? He asked him about that. Oh, here it is. You know, Rock, remember when we when we was kids, we fought together, and I wasn't Ooh. well, and you had to beat up that Irish kid. What's his name? Gallagher. I bought a suit and became a businessman. You put on gloves. And I remember Mama almost cried. May she rest in peace. And our old man said you had no brains. I, I'm reading like a f- <laughs> fucking child here. I'd like to lay hand. 
I'd like to lay hands on that bastard. You ain't never had any luck. Even when I owned you in when I owned you in '66, you never had luck. But now I think you might be getting some luck, kid. What do you think? So in the script, they were brothers, right? Yeah. First, I want to apologize to all the children out there. He didn't mean anything by that reading comment. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode, we have to apologize to some <laughs> some group of listeners. Well, if they're children, I don't, I'm pretty sure if they're children, I'm pretty sure they don't know what Rocky is, and it's a sad day for them if they don't. <laughs> right. But uh, but th- there was there was a few comments in there. Yeah. I'm almost cried. When I owned you in '66, you never had luck. What does that mean? When I owned you? When I owned you. Oh, when, like, did he, I don't know what that means. Is Rocky a slave now? I'm wondering what, what, because this, this was written in 75. So the language back then and and slang usage of words and stuff is. You beat him up in 66. That's that's what it would sound like. That's what it sounds like to me is that he owned him like in a fight, you know, that's what I'm choosing. But then he says, you never had luck. He needed, I don't know. I, I, I like the the idea of Gazo being his older brother and some family history here. And, and mm-hmm. we can get some some um, insight into Rocky's life as a kid. So I, I, I might have I might have liked them to leave that in. Yeah. That would be well, interesting, you know? Well, it would make more sense because, like, you see, like, when he doesn't break, um, oh, what's his name? Thumbs. Right. Thumbs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, he just kind of forgives him about it it would make more sense that why he's more lenient to rocky because like most mob if bosses, he was family yeah most yeah. mob bosses wouldn't let her you know wouldn't let that slide no right i agree so so i i think it would just be it'd be a good thing and then what they need to do in creed too is show gazo still alive <laughs> and <laughs> kick in trying to get in on the action it would be hard since joe spinell is dead well we, we've right, got a rocky hey, You've got that Rocky lookalike, right? Let's get a Gazo lookalike. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, all right, I'm done. Yeah. All right. Tell us about Dark Knight Minute there, Jake. <laughs> yes, we analyze and go over the Dark Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy one minute at a time. As we do you knock out the, minutes? We do we knock out minutes one minute at a time. We we knock them out, <laughs> and it's 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 a lot of fun because when you do this type of format one minute at a time, you pick up on things, and you overanalyze things, and you make connections like Gazo's actually not his brother but his father, at least in this <laughs> yeah yeah in the version that we were that's, discussing. But that's um, probably a, a a theory that's never been explored. Well, there you go, and so we do that. We do similar things. Um, it's a great it's great because like it's it's always fun to talk Batman who came out way I don't know so quite some time ago back in the 20s I believe um, and so we we analyzed you know Christopher Nolan's version of Batman which is kind of fun because it's very much rooted in reality not so much the mystical like most Batmans are mm-hmm. and so it's been a great fun and you can find us at Dark Knight Min at Twitter um, uh, on Facebook at the League of Listeners uh, where we discuss it as well. And you can also find us at Geek Mind Fusion, where we upload the episodes as well, along with some great movie reviews and uh, video game reviews and coming soon comic book reviews and other fun things. And while you're at Dark Knight Men on Twitter, after you poke through their feed, do a search for Rocky Minute, and uh, you can find ours. And uh, 
Stop by our listeners page, Mighty Mix, on Facebook. DuelingGenre.com is our host website. If you want to email us, we have an email, RockyMinute at gmail.com. And uh, come back tomorrow. We'll continue this gazo stuff on the next Rocky Minute.